The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Before I begin, I just want to remind you that during the Baylor College football games, KSLR airs all Baylor games, and during these games, our Saturday program oftentimes get moved to a later, different time slot instead of 5 o'clock in the afternoon, usually they air it at 7.30 p.m. or 8.30 p.m. Saturday. And then KSLR gives us extra airtime on Sunday morning at 7 o'clock every time our program uh, moves on Saturdays. And then, of course, the regular Sunday schedule at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So if you hear... If you listen to this program at 7 o'clock in the morning Sunday service or later on Saturday nights, keep in mind that once the football game season is over, our regular time is at Saturday, 5 p.m., and also Sunday at the same time, okay? So uh, God is awesome and amazing, and I'm glad to get to tune in. And also, for those who came to our fundraising sales last Saturday, thank you very much. We will continue the sales. We're going to advertise them, of course. And as you may know, we are raising funds for the upcoming mission trip to the Philippines and also to finance our outreaches all over the world. God is good, and I considered it an honor and privilege to be able to do this for our Lord Jesus. We are doing lots of great works. Miracles are happening. So consider supporting this ministry because it's a good fertile ground and you need to sow, especially in this season of the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It is a great seed. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate. Or you can mail your check at Post Office Box 1579, Helotis, Texas 78023. And Joshua will repeat our address and other announcement at the end of this teaching. So God is good. And also the season, the time that we're in, we've been experiencing increases in our lives and miraculous healings are taking place, and a lot of opportunities are opening up for the body of Christ because we know, because at Freedom Fellowship Church, we have been busy preparing, receiving, and obeying the Holy Spirit. And you need it to do too because you don't want to have any regrets later on. And through this program and other outreaches, we are empowering God's people. And what a manifestations of God's blessing. And also, look at what's happening all around us. I'm talking about the good news. United States of America is experiencing unprecedented economic growth. And so is the nation of Israel. God's people getting blessed and prosperous. 
God's people under the Old Covenant, and God's people who is the church under the New Covenant. And we need to continue to allow God to transform us into the image of His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to teach us and lead us to the new things He is doing here on earth. Awesome things. And remember, it was released on this broadcast like two weeks ago that, that those dreams that sometimes we think that they have died, that they're the things of the past, that they're no more. Our visions and the gifts, the talents and the abilities that were laid dormant for many, many years. And they lay dormant because God changed his mind. No, that is not the case lay dormant because of the challenges, the afflictions, and the pressures of the world that we experience in those times. Now, he is leading us to the path that we've never been before. So all these talents and gifts and dreams and visions that lay dormant are now being resurrected, and they're being steered in our spirit being. So you need to take a listen. Okay, we must prepare ourselves for this great move of God. It's already here. And also we need to prepare and train others. You need to partner. You need to sow a seed in financing the preaching of the gospel and discipleship all over the world. And at the same time, share the gospel of good news within your sphere of influence to others because they need it, okay? The miracles, the healing, salvation, deliverance, they need it just as much as we need. We need these manifestations in the body of Christ. One of the general principles for us to follow is we need to embrace changes, okay? We need to adopt to changes, to the new things that God is bringing forth and manifesting in our days. We need to be teachable, and with that in mind, we have to have the mind of Christ because Jesus was ever mindful of the will and the heart of Father God, who is now also our Father. We were adopted into sonship. And we need to allow God through the Holy Spirit to take us deeper and lead us to greater understanding of his ways of doing things here on earth. We have to have a new mindset. We need to adapt because the Lord is saying to the church, he is making or creating new things, and he is making way even in the desert, right? And providing. He will be providing everything as long as we embrace the changes, that he is bringing forth. Remember when Jesus came, entered his ministry here on earth? Everybody is, were, were in awe of the miracles, of his teachings, on how he engaged to everybody. He laid hands on everybody and the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, the spiritual leaders in those times, were holding on were on their tradition and their old ways of doing things. 
they didn't like the miracles that uh, that Jesus they didn't like the teachings that Jesus taught because they were all inclusive they didn't like that Jesus heal the sick at will it doesn't matter what day it is it doesn't matter who that persons are they cannot bear to see Jesus performing all these miracles, ministering to all the people from all walks of life. And they missed it big time. Jesus revolutionized the laying on of hands, of choosing disciples, of healing, and even women. He allowed some women to travel with him. And in um, Luke chapter 5, starting with verse 33. This is the issue of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law in Jesus' time. And this continues to be the issues of today. And we need to be very mindful of it, okay? Remember, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, they are, they are Jewish and they know the scripture. But they missed it big time because they didn't want to adapt to the new things that Jesus had brought in the forefront while he was here on the earth. And in Luke chapter 5, verse 33, it says, They said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees. But yours go on and eating and drinking. I'm reading from um, NIV translation. If you just tune in, it's Luke chapter 5, starting with verse 33. It's about fasting. So they said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours go on and eating and drinking. Jesus answered, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days they will fast. He was talking about him. Okay? He told them this parable. You know, just an example. When you are in the presence of God, you don't fast so that you can hear from God, okay? When God is moving and performing miracles through you, in you, you don't fast for the anointing for God to use you mightily. And this is one of the things that Jesus is talking about. Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days they will fast. He told them this parable. No one tears a piece out of a new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise they will have torn the new garment and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise the new wine will burst the skins. The wine will run out and the wineskin will be ruined. No, he said, new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And no one, after drinking old wine, wants the new, for they say, the old is better. A lot of times, those that God used in the past for miracles and said, will attack the move of God 
because they want God to move the way he moved through them and even those times. This is what Jesus is talking about. If you keep on wanting to keep the tradition and to hold on to your doctrines, and instead you would not want the new move of God. Actually, you will attack it, you will fight it, and you will attack people that are moving into this new move of God. And the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence is a new thing because it is towards those that are righteous, not for a specific race or creed or or gender, that those who belong to Christ that have been faithful and are righteous and are in obedience to him and his instruction, and those who adapt to the newness of life that uh, Jesus is bringing. Remember, I kept on saying that the revelation is progressive because we find that specifically in the book of Acts. The apostle Peter has to change his doctrine. He has to adapt to this new revelation that God showed him that he can eat any food as long as he partake of them with thanksgiving, as long as you pray over them and sanctify them. So in other words, a Jewish person all his life who has been eating kosher food, all of a sudden he can eat like Texans. He can eat sausage. He can eat brisket. He can eat pork, pork chop. So it is important. So at that particular time, Peter realized I now know that God does not play favoritism because the Holy Spirit came upon the Gentiles. And I'm speaking about the first Gentile family named Cornelius, right? It's in Acts chapter 10. So at that time, before God revealed this to Peter, Peter was intent on preaching the gospel only to the Jewish people. And he is intent on keeping the Levitical law. Because he was keeping the Levitical law, he is functioning at that time, what? Levitical priesthood with all of its rules and regulations. With the new priesthood that we have, which is the priest in the order of Melchizedek, it is the Holy Spirit who willed and who decide where he's going to lead us, whom he's going to use, it doesn't matter who you are. So we have to adapt to this chains of things, to this new revelation, because revelation is progressive. So after that, Peter went to Cornelius' house, being led by the Holy Spirit, and God moved. And so his doctrine got changed. Are you getting this, body of Christ? And in Jesus' time, he chose disciples, not from the Pharisees, not from the synagogue, but out in the workplace, just like many of us. And he broke that tradition too. So Jesus was saying that, no, they do not need to conform with the fasting like the disciples of John and so are the Pharisees, because he is introducing us into the new things. Now, our relationship with Jesus bring forth revival. It will bring forth anointing. It will bring forth revelation because now we don't have the teachers of the law, but we have the Holy Spirit as our teacher. Okay? Am I making sense? Because Jesus was confronted with fasting and praying. 
you know, when I started, that's the only thing that I heard is you have to fast and pray. And I did a lot of fasting early on, and God honored that. And it's also to discipline my flesh, to yield to the spirit that is in me. But afterwards, I don't fast anymore, not unless the Holy Spirit will tell me. Because when I fast and I get hungry, I get grumpy. And, and I don't think that my grumpiness can bring glory to God. You understand what I'm saying? And I cannot study that much because I just want to sleep so that I can sleep through and over my hunger. So now it is different. I talk to God more. I pray more other than fasting, other than doing anything. And my conversations with God is, is about the country. What do you want me to do? What, how do you want me to pray? Teach me how to pray. And is this true? How am I supposed to look at these things? And then when I pray for Freedom Fellowship Church, for our members and partners, I ask God about them. What is the thing that they need to focus on? And then I dealt with prayer and then I teach. And a lot of times I hold uh, training so that God and I can pinpoint what they need to prepare and to receive what God has for them. So this is the new things that God is creating because we have never been this way before. We have to have a new mindset that God is sovereign and we have to give him, we have to yield to him. So if God is sovereign, then he will have a say in every area of our lives and he is faithful. He remains faithful even when there are times that we have been unfaithful to him. So it is imperative for us about these changes. It's actually exciting. It's actually exciting. So don't hold to your uh, rules and regulations. They worked in the past, but you've been holding on them for many, many years, and they have not been effective. All you talk about is how God used you 100 years ago or 20 years ago. What about now? What about tomorrow? What about yesterday? Those are the important things, just like they didn't work before. So ask the Holy Spirit to teach you new things, how to get to him, how to tug into his heart, and he will move accordingly. Okay? And at the same time, a new wine in the Bible is a sign of blessing. New wine is always a blessing, sometimes with us new anointing. For us, new move of God. So it's still new. So these things that is happening in this country is new. And it's very exciting. I want you to keep that in mind, okay? And by the way, I will be amiss if I don't remind you. In a few weeks, we're going to have an election. For those who have not been registered, especially you Christians, in the name of Jesus, I charge you, you Take your civic duty and get registered and vote. And keep in mind that our issue, the issues that are important to God and to his heart and will are our main issue. And we need to find out where the candidates stand. And then you vote accordingly. You have a responsibility before this country, before your family, and before God, to vote as a Christian first, okay? Remember, find out the issues, where the uh, politicians stand, 
and then you vote for the candidate whose stand and principles and platform are in accordance to the will of God. Okay? And don't make justifications other than that, but according to the will of God. Life, the sanctity of human life, the marriage, those are the first and foremost. Okay, new wine is a blessing. Genesis twenty-seven twenty-eight. It says, May God give you of heaven's dew and of earth's richness an abundance of grain and new wine. Deuteronomy 7, verses 12 and 13. If you pay attention to these laws and are careful to follow them, then the Lord your God will keep his covenant of love with you as he swore to your forefathers. He will love you and bless you and increase your numbers. He will bless the fruit of your womb, the crops of your land, your grain, new wine, and oil. Always the new wine. Actually, the part of the um, required offering under the Levitical priesthood is new wine. Nehemiah chapter 10, verse 37. Moreover, we will bring you to the storerooms of the house of our God, to the priest, the first of our ground meal, of our grain offerings, of the fruit of all our trees, and our new wine and oil. Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 12. All Judah brought the tithes of grain, new wine, and oil into the storerooms. A part of our offering to the Lord is apply His ways of doing things, the newness of life that He's bringing forth and manifesting in our life, in our days. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. So the new wineskin is the new revelation and God's ways of doing things in our days. I want you to remember that because Jesus reminded us in Luke chapter 5, starting with verse 33 about fasting, that it doesn't apply to him because he is with his disciples. It doesn't apply to him. And yet, he outperformed in miracles and signs and wonders John and all the Pharisees and Sadducees, teachers of the law in his days. So, same thing with our present days, okay? He is creating new things, new ways of doing things. And we know what it is. We know how to identify it, right? I have taught you about this. I have reminded you about this. God will get all the glory. You will benefit yourself, and it will benefit others, especially his people. It will not start on you. It's not about you. It's not just you, okay? God gets all the glory. You will benefit, and it will benefit his people. So, Let's embrace these changes as we embrace the new season that we're having. And let us get excited that God is moving on behalf of our nation, on behalf of all his people. And he is making you and I 
a part of this great move of God. Okay? So, thank you for tuning in. Be my partner. Sow a seed for our outreaches in the mission field. Go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate. Or send your spare thousands and your spare millions to Post Office Box 1579, Helotis, Texas, 78023. Join us in our Sunday services. We are located at Callahan Road off I-810. Our morning service starts at 1030. And if you cannot come, we are on live streaming at 11 o'clock Sunday morning. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, or find us on YouTube. And our evening service starts at 7 o'clock p.m. as well as our Wednesday evening service. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.